We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hey everyone, welcome into your Sunday episode of Pack a Day podcast. Uh, Nick is not with us today, so you're stuck with Gage and myself. Uh, we're going to be covering, you know, the normal stuff Packer fans are talking about right now. What the hell is Aaron Rodgers doing? What's going to happen? We're going to kind of come at it with a different way of just assuming he is not with the Packers, especially after Mark Murphy's comments the other day. Uh, we're going to look at that a little bit. But before we do, uh, we're going to jump right in and talk about the bigger news from yesterday or from Friday, excuse me, uh, which is the Chicago Bears trade. They traded the number one pick uh, in the NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers. And as Gage was just talking about, we think they got a pretty pretty good deal for it they got the bears uh, or sorry they got the panthers first and second pick second round pick from uh from this year's draft a first in 2024 a second in 2025 and uh, a piece that i did not see coming was dj moore which uh Packer quick, fans have been wanting cor- forever i do want to correct you there they <sighs> didn't actually get the panthers second round pick they got the panthers pick that the panthers got from the 49ers in the christian mccaffrey trade because they got number 61 overall which is that late? Which is their late second round pick? Because I was like, I was like, Panthers gave up one and or like nine, and then also forty one or whatever it would work out to be. 
but it was actually 61. So it's that one that they got from the 49ers in the McCaffrey. Yeah. See, I can't, my brain can't keep track of stuff like that. So once a team has a pick, I lose all knowledge of where that pick came from. I'm just looking at it. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> like, gotta, I pulled yeah, it up to make sure because it was Bears got the first round selection number nine, late second, number 61. And obviously I know that that's not from Panthers. That's from 49ers because they traded that. A 2024 first round selection from Carolina and a 2025 second round pick along with DJ Moore, which is what I, in my opinion, would ultimately even the deal out between the two sides. Cause there were some people that initially like, Oh, the bears didn't get a third first round pick. And the GM was just talking a week ago that he knew he was going to get a first round pick in 2025. You're right. He didn't. He got a established wide receiver with a three-year deal in DJ Moore. DJ Moore is still young. He's only, this is his age 26 season. He's under contract for three years. You don't have to give him a new deal. He fits right into your cap. You're good. That's why they wanted to get this deal done now. Most obviously, some people would say, "Oh, well, you want to wait until after free agency or after the or whatever." But the Bears knew they wanted to get a established wide receiver in the building, and they were they found a way to get DJ Moore in while also still getting good draft capital overall. I think between the draft capital and then DJ Moore as your almost kicker piece to it, I love the deal. Yeah. No, I thought and. I think most Packer fans yesterday, I know there are some that are always going to like point out like they didn't get that third first. Like you were saying, they got DJ Moore who we've wanted for all last year. You saw on Twitter, especially around the trade deadline. We wanted DJ Moore. I think part of it just comes from jealousy that they have him now. Uh, I think this was a great trade for the bears. Uh, Whenever you do a trade like this, obviously it's going to be a huge win for the bears. If that number one pick for the Panthers doesn't turn out, if that number one pick turns out, this is the franchise guy then it's a very fair trade. Panthers have their person, Bears have pieces around, and then hopefully Justin Fields is a person for them. But I don't know. I, I hate this so much because I feel like the Bears put themselves in such a great position. They have all these draft capital. They have so much cap space where they can sign some sign some people. There's already some rumblings about them going for uh, Orlando Brown Jr. from, from the Chiefs since they didn't uh, bring him back. They need to solidify that offensive line. They have that top nine pick now or that number nine pick, they could go for uh homeboy Pete something. Gage, you probably know his last uh, name. It's Pete Skaronsky, the, uh, yeah. the Northwestern cat that you're referring to. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know draft stuff. I just know the names that pop up. But I knew his first name was Pete, so there we go. Yeah, Pete Skaronsky, uh from Northwestern. Census top tackle, depending on who you're talking to. Uh, like I, I think that the Bears, the main thing that this does is they saw, so they still have a top pick next year. What they mm-hmm. do, assuming they attack the offensive line and maybe another weapon in the draft, what this does is this gives them a year to be like, all right, is Justin Fields the guy? And that if Justin Fields isn't the guy, guess what? Now you have two first-round picks next year and a early, and then another second-round pick the following year as well as your own second-round pick next year. So you yep. have multiple draft picks. You have the ch- uh, the ability to go and trade up if you need to. Like if you find out at the end of this year, Justin Fields is, not, is just not the guy. He's not your franchise quarterback. Okay. There's Caleb Williams. And then off the top of my head, I don't know the other guy, Caleb Williams from USC. And then there's one other top prospect in next year's class at quarterback. That's okay. We'll just go trade up and find somebody else. That's the spot you're in. You're in the Fields' make or break year. 
And then yeah. if it's a make gear, great, awesome, you're killing it. And if he's if it's not the guy, that's fine. Move on and use your capital that you just got to go get the next guy. Yeah, and like you said, it it's kind of taking away all the excuses from Fields too. Like you can't look last year saying like you didn't have weapons. They brought in Claypool to have Mooney. Now they're bringing in DJ Moore. He was sacked 55 times last year. You have all the money now. They need to address that offensive line. And that way, like we're saying, it's the make or break for Justin Fields. Excuses aren't there. You can't blame anybody else. It's his ability. Uh, obviously, we saw last year he's an electric runner. He is insane in the open field. He even he burned the Packers for a long uh, touchdown run. He burned multiple teams for touchdown runs. The guy's an incredible runner. But can he throw the ball? They're going to figure that out. I know he can throw the ball. He usually loves to overthrow people. Uh, but can he throw it accurately? Hopefully, uh, they find out next year. Hopefully, it's not. Honestly, I don't really. I hope they are horrible again next year and have a, a top three pick. Um, but I feel like we think that way about every NFC North person or every NFC North team. But it could I also uh, could just be. By the way, just looking ahead to next year, it could just be that I know the names. But you have Caleb Williams, who I mentioned. There's also Drake May is the North Carolina guy that I can remember. Michael Penix Jr., who, if he can just stay on the field, he's been electric at Washington. He's got like two top 10 wide receivers or something like that, or two top 20 wide receivers, and he's looked great. He's had like multiple 400-yard games, been incredible all year. Uh, then there's Quinn Ewers at Texas, and then uh, the Jackson State quarterback from the last year, who some people are saying is like your rough top five. And it sucks because if they're bad this year, that means they get a shot at one of those guys. And most of those guys have been decent in college. So that's super fun. Like I'm saying, they are in an incredible position. Uh, what about Archie Manning? Is he in college yet? I feel like I've been hearing about him for like 10 years. Is in his freshman season this year. He's a true freshman at Texas. Probably going to put Quinn Ewers out of a job. Okay. The kid's a freak. Nice. I, yeah. I, I, but seriously, it's been... I feel like well, he should be in the NFL by now from how many videos I've seen of him for so many years. You've I heard just don't the big know conspiracy that's coming, right? That he's actually like 35 years old? Oh, do you know the last time the New Orleans Saints drafted a quarterback in the first round? I'm going to go with uh, Homeboy's grandpa. Yep. About 50 years ago. It would be kind of cool, though. That would be... So they hadn't drafted a first-round pick quarterback in 50 years, and it was Archie Manning. And so now they are, and they've been kicking the can down the road consistently, just like trying to be mediocre. And we've seen Mickey Loomis has no problem being aggressive and trading up. It'd be cool to see him go to the Saints or Colts. You think he wouldn't trade the entire farm to get the number one overall pick to trade to get uh, Arch Manning? He would trade every draft pick for two years if he had to. Yeah, that would be cool. I'd love to see him go to any any team the Mannings are on. Except except uh I wouldn't want the Broncos. Giants replace Daniel Jones, give the Colts a quarterback or why, why are you getting rid of Saints Daniel Jones, cool. man? He just signed a big big new deal. He's the guy. They'll kick his ass out of there in a few years. All right, let's move on to our next topic though. But yeah, no, the Bears, I think you did well on this trade. Panthers, you better hit the right guy. You got four choices. Figure out which one's the right one. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, like you said, what a day. You're you're keeping us on track. I feel like usually uh well, I guess Nick's not here, so it makes yeah, sense. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, I'm not very good at it, especially today. Uh yeah, let's move on to the next one. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to just act like 
Rodgers is no longer the quarterback for the Packers because all signs point to Rodgers no longer being the quarterback for the Panthers or Packers. Uh, Mark Murphy came out the other day. It really just seems like it's retirement or it's the Jets. Hopefully the Jets so we at least get some kind of compensation. But that's a topic that's been beaten over and over again. So let's go ahead and just look forward. Jordan loves the starting quarterback. Gage, uh, free agency starts tomorrow starts or uh, where they can start talking to people starts tomorrow. Uh, what's the priority for the Packers? Where do they need to, do, need to do in free agency? What do they need to do in the draft to just make sure Jordan Love is situated the best way possible going into his first year as a full-time starter? They need to be aggressive and attack wide receiver in the first round of the NFL draft. You just want that just for the pure chaos. Uh, absolutely. 1000%. Yeah. Which that's, I appreciate. And I I'm not going to lie. That's exactly what that that's for. Uh, it's a it's also a joke. That's not what I legitimately think. It's it's just a joke just to rile people up because I'm bored. But no, what I think it the, would be perfect. What I think Green Bay needs to do is they need to address the areas that they have been weak at. And where have they been weak? Uh, safety, other than Adrian Amos, who as of now still remains a free agent. Uh, you have you you can't stop the run. You just you you can't. I don't know why. I don't know what the issue is. But you can't. And so you need to go into free agency with the idea of, hey, maybe we should make it to where teams can't just run at will. They have to try a little. I don't know who you're going to target. Because I said before that this free agent class is not amazing. It has got a few names that used to be really good years ago, but nobody that's really, like, there's no household name. Like, if you look at the interior defensive line class, there's not a ton of guys there. Like, there's Akeem Hicks, who was a guy, but he's 34 now, uh, and he dealt with injuries all year. David Anumeta, 31. Uh, Dalvin Tomlinson's 29. John Hargrave's 30, and I believe he's staying in. It's either him or, the, no, it was uh, Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham's yeah. the one staying there. Uh, Fletcher Cox is 33. I would be surprised if he actually leaves Philly. Um, yeah. Just there's a lot of guys that were names a few years ago, and they're just not really names anymore. I think that they need to be aggressive in attacking their run defense. Uh, I think that it'd be a good idea to get some get some more edge depth and find some big bodies to play your edges. Uh, they have athletic, quick twitch guys, and I get that that's how they like to build their edge. But if you're gonna, you need to you need to be able to stop the run. Teams can run on you when they want, and they know it. Yeah. And if your offense isn't going to put up 35 every single week without breaking a sweat, you're going to have to put up, you're going to have to stop the run. Like that's, that's the thing is like, we, I think we didn't notice that the running defense was a problem until the playoffs, because during the regular season, Green Bay was just ripping off 35, 40 point games. And the other teams were like, we, we don't have, we can't run. We don't have time. We have to score versus mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Things slow down a little bit. Defenses are better it's harder to score and teams realize, Hey, we can just run the ball on them and they can't stop it. We'll have a 13 play drive and average six yards of carry and mm-hmm. eventually score because the defense can't do anything. So I think that in my opinion, what should be the primary focus should be getting at least one veteran pass catcher, not like a high dollar one, just a veteran consistent guy. And then investing in your defensive front and stopping the run. Yeah, no, absolutely. 
I would love to see if we do get that first round pick from the Jets, which would be fantastic. Highly, highly, highly doubt that happens uh, unless we eat uh, a bunch of Rogers contract, which would be we'll see. I don't think we'll get one. If we get it, fantastic. I'll be doing backflips. If somehow we could then trade up, this is my this is my fantasy. Tra- Packers, though, as I saw Matt Schneidman put it, trade up into the top 10 and get Jalen Carter to be part of that defensive line next you to You ain't getting to Jalen Carter. I know we're not going to, Gage. It is my fantasy, okay? No, 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 Don't no. ruin it you, for me. He's not fallen that far. Well, then we will... Even if three of the top else, four dude. picks in the draft are quarterback... Jalen Carter ain't fallen far enough. I bet I don't know if he go. He's not gonna go top five. He's literally projected to go top five. So I don't know, man. Don't he's in that whole me. scandal about homeboy dying in the car crash when they were racing. You mean the one where he opened, like he went back to Georgia and said and paid his bail and then was back at the combine the next day. Like he he flew home, turned himself in. Said everything that happened, paid his ba- or paid his bond. Yeah, after lying about it initially, on. I'm just saying that's going to be a red flag for some teams. Maybe to the point where he drops a little bit further than we expect. Don't I ruin just, this. For I don't me, see Gage. him. I don't see him following that. I don't see him following that far. And if he does, Green Bay will take him off the board. Because that's the other thing you got to consider is all these teams have to take him off the board, and then Green Bay has to keep him on their board. For what it's worth, according to the classic Jimmy Johnson trade chart that is used by the vast majority of NFL executives, they're like the 15th pick and the 13th pick would be a trade value of 2,000 and 2,200 points. I don't know what that That's means. That's enough to get them up to the third pick. Oh, sweet. By the standard... By the standard value, obviously, that doesn't necessarily mean the trade's going to be done. That doesn't mean, oh, yep, nope, the trade works out, so we'll trade down. The team has to want to trade with you, which right now that'd be Arizona. And what does Arizona need right now? Defensive help. So they ain't trading out. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't think they should draft Jalen Carter. I don't think anyone should. He's a liability. You're saying that just because you wanted to go to your team, that's not that doesn't count. I don't know, man. But no, that's I, what I think is their top priority. It should be stopping the run. And I know it's a very old school way of thinking, but it's also yeah. it's also looking at the monitor, the roster you have. You have Stokes, Douglas, and Jair all under contract for this year. You're hopefully yeah. being, bringing back Keyshawn Nixon. That's your fourth corner returner mm-hmm. type guy. You're going to draft another corner, just because I know you are. You need to get some safety help, but then you need help up front. That's where your weaknesses are. Teams take advantage of it every year. Yeah. And if and you can get cheap bodies that can just fill gaps in free agency. Mm-hmm. You can find them. They're out there. Just go pay for them. Where do you prioritize tight end in the draft? To put one of those around Jordan Love. Because a lot of people are saying go tight end at 15, which I'd rather jump off tight end at 15 is because tight end is there's a lot. There's like a few really good tight ends at the top of the draft. And well, I think that that makes sense to do just based on what we've seen Green Bay do in the past. I don't see them making that decision. They've never highly prioritized tight end. Granted, they had never highly prioritized linebacker. And then they drafted one in the first round last year and they paid one in free agency. So they could be changing the way they do things. Um, I, they wouldn't. Those people that want a tight end in the first round, they're not. They're not dumb for thinking that. There are good tight yeah. ends. There's multiple good tight ends, including the one out of Georgia, who is arguably right now the worst of the group. Is the like most freak athlete of the bunch? He's is that he, Jalen Washington? Yeah, he's a freak. He's humongous. He may, he's like six six and then like two hundred and sixty pounds or something like that. His weight, his weight and height adjusted RAS scores are just obscene. Man. It's it's that's wild. Good. Okay, so then every every offseason the Packers do they they go for the high or low risk high reward. So Campbell brought him in, turned out. Deron Reed last year brought him in, was decent, didn't. I don't know if he helped that defensive line as much as we expected. He was solid. Uh, I think it's hard for a defensive line to be great when you have Dean Lowry and uh, Jaron Reed as like your two starters for most of it. Uh, what uh, what position do you think they try to go with like uh, an older veteran hoping maybe they can have a resurgent coming to the team like they did with Campbell and Reed? What position do you think they do that for this year? I think I I think it's a I think it's a wide receiver. Honestly, any like, names off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, like I'm, I'm trying to look through the list because I was also I was looking at tight ends a little bit ago. Some of the, I mean, top wide receiver. So Robert Woods just got, Texas. I believe, signed. As of this reporting, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw a report this morning that he was signing with somebody. He's uh, two, two years, fifteen million for the Texans. That's what it was. Thank you. Uh, Thielen, older, nah. chosen Anderson, thirties. Uh, I can't. DJ I can't Chark. have anyone who changed their name to Chosen. Yeah, I no, take I'm DJ just, Chark. Uh, DJ Chark. I think the. I don't. I don't really like the DJ Chark idea because I think he already fits a, 
like he doesn't fill a new role. Yeah. Like I need I think you need to get I think you need a possession receiver. Okay. I like I think Romeo Dobbs is kind of that, but I don't think he's truly that guy. Mm. I think you need more of a guy that's going to you can go go to him on third down and have reliability. Like for a long time, Rodgers had obviously he had Devontae, but he also had Randall Cobb for a long time. Yeah. He had uh Jordy was a bit of a field stretcher, but also as he got a little older, he could just hey, I need twelve yards. And Jordy would I go f- get you. I feel like Lazard filled in the possession receiver at times, especially on third down. He was his Lazard go-to. was that guy to a certain at a certain point, but I also I don't think Lazard is coming back. I think that no, uh, that no, no, bridge no. is burned. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, like I don't know who that guy's going to be, and maybe honestly, maybe that's a position you target in the draft because this draft doesn't have a ton of speed guys. It doesn't have a lot of flashy athletes. You have a guy yeah. like Jackson Smith and Jigba. His strength isn't his athleticism. But he's just a consistent go out and do it. I, I'm never going to be anyone's favorite draft analyst, especially when it becomes it comes to Packer fans. I don't love the sexy player. That's not what I go for. I go for the guy that I can envision him going and playing for me for ten years. That's why I loved Quentin Nelson, and obviously that is a like a hindsight twenty twenty. Oh well, of course you got that pick right for six months up to that draft. That was the only guy I was advocating for. I was covering the Colts at the time, and I said, "This is who the Colts should draft." I was like, "They shouldn't." I was. I said that when they were at like the third pick overall. I was like, "This is who they should draft." Everyone's like, "Oh, Saquon Barkley." And I'm like, "No, take Quentin Nelson. You will go and you will start him for a decade, and he will be great for a decade. You don't have to think about it." And then what has he done? He's been great as long as he's been healthy. He's been a fantastic player. So. I don't, so maybe you pick Jackson Smith and Jigba and people will be like, oh, it's a first round wide receiver. That's flashy. No, it's not. He's not the big highlight guy. He's not the guy that's going to go out and run a 4-3-40. He's just the guy that's going to go out and do his job. And you're going to be like, man, he had six for, he had six catches for 80 yards today. That's awesome. We're good. That's all you need. By the way, Darnell Washington was the the one I was referring to. Yeah, he is Darnell. a okay. six six five eighths height. Uh, he's 264 pounds. Um, his 40 was a 464, which is 79th percentile for tight ends. Um, I don't have his weight adjusted uh, on like on hand. And then his vert was only thir- was only 31 inches, 26th percentile, not great. His broad jump though was 86th percentile at 122 inches. For those of you that are not doing the math at home, that's 10 feet. <laughs> he jumped 10 feet from a standing point. Do you realize how hard that is to do? How high I know people that can't jump, jump five. Standing point. Huh? How high are you jumping and standing? St- uh, standing like a vert? Yeah. I think my vert's only like, my vert was only like 30, like 30 inches. Not, it's not high. For like how tall I am and how light I am, it should be a lot higher. It's bad. I would be very bad weight adjusted Raz. But he jumped 10 feet outwards. Like he, like from a flat point, he jumped out 10 feet. Yeah. And then his 20 yard shuttle, which no one ever does, is a 97th percentile for tight ends at 4.08. I only did 21 reps on the bench. Not really necessary, but you see a homeboy that had a torn ACL and pumped out a bunch on the bench. No, he repped out a bunch. There was a punter that did well. So it's just, it's just one of those things where like, there's some freak athletes at positions other than wide receiver in this draft. So yeah, if, if green Bay went one, like with their first two picks went wide receiver and tight end. I think, I think Packer Twitter would, would implode on. It's just on itself. It would be great. 
That is true. I think they definitely... Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with Edge, another position they need to figure out. Preston Smith, uh, obviously they got Gary. Uh, they got Kingsley, also would be a great number three, possibly number four. Preston, this could... Pro- this If they draft somebody early on, this is probably Preston's last year. Do what they did with Rashawn. Let this draft pick kind of slowly work into the rotation, which would be... Which would be which would be great to see. Uh, this and also, last year, you don't think so? No, they just they just reworked his deal. Yeah, we'll he's see. under contract for another. He's under contract this year, next year, twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, and then twenty twenty seven is now a void year. I think he's under contract for at least this year and next year. After okay. that, his dead cap goes from it's dead cap goes eighteen mil, thirteen mil, and then nine. Okay. Yeah. So it goes down by about four million every year. So I don't see I think Preston's in Green Bay at least this season and next season, which I think okay. he's definitely earned. Oh, for sure. I just thought maybe with uh if they draft early on, they'd keep him around for another year. I do think he gets more shit than he deserves. Preston's always solid. He was never as flashy as Zadarius. He'll get those he'll get sacks here and there, but I feel like Preston's a really solid piece to have out there. Rashawn Gary obviously is the big playmaker. Hopefully he comes back uh pretty smoothly from that ACL injury. Uh, I'm also looking to see what they do with that offensive line. Obviously, right now, they restructured David Bakhtiari's contract. He will be the left tackle. Uh, left guard is going to be Elton Jenkins. We have Josh Meyer at center. Who knows how confident they are in that position or if they're going to start maybe putting Zach Tom there, give him some competition, drafting somebody. We know they like to draft three, four offensive linemen a year. Right guard, we have John Runyon Jr. And right tackle, as of right now, will probably be Yosh Nijman, Nijman, however you say it. We'll see what happens there. They're also saying teams might might be willing to give up that second round pick for them, which will mean we'll have to fill that right tackle spot. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do for that offensive line, especially now that you'll have Jordan Love as your quarterback. The best way to make sure he can be as successful as possible, making sure you have a strong run game and making sure you have a strong offensive line. So those are we have the run, running backs taken care of. Now we need to make sure the offensive line is solid, getting the best five out there every time. With Stenovich, I know he's not the offensive line coach, but just being uh, the OC and having a heavy hand in that offensive line, I have all confidence in the world they'll figure it out. But it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what combination they have. Uh, you think they roll at the same top five for offensive line like they did last year? I don't see any reason not to. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think as the year went on, Elton got more healthy. Debach, uh, clearly he's back. And we saw that when he was healthy, he was playing like one of the best tackles in the game again. So we're yep. good there. I thought that Josh Myers continues to improve as a center. Uh, John Runyon at right guard was good, and then Yosh or whoever they put at tackle. Uh, I like that's that's what I would do. I don't see any reason to change it. Uh, I think it's yeah. classic. It wasn't broke. Don't try and fix it. Yeah, for sure. But we know the Packers are still going to draft three offensive linemen. I didn't say there's anything wrong with that. I just said. No, I know. I'm just saying like they're still going to yeah. prepare for one injuries that are going to happen throughout the year to the future with David Bakhtiari being older contracts obviously will be coming up for some of these players, especially Yosh, who's going to be if he's back yeah, on is, the team. What's what's that's the rumor definitely the, uh, the big one to to watch out for where he could definitely be on the way. Like Yosh is a very tradable player next year where I yeah. think if you're in the middle of the year and you haven't given him a new deal yet. You know he's a free agent, and there's some team that has a tackle go down. Yeah, trading him's not the worst thing unless you're planning on paying him long term, which I don't think you are. Yeah. What uh? What are the chances the team? Did we put the second round tenure on him yet, or is that just what people are projecting? I believe they already placed it on him. Uh, I okay. will. I will double check though. 
All right. So do you think a team will, would be willing to pay that second round pick for him? Yes. Yes, I do. Because he has shown that he is a starting caliber left tackle. Mm -hmm. And those don't come available just any, every day. Those, those aren't a thing that are like just available. Uh, Green Bay so he's a restricted free agent this offseason. Common thought is that they will place the second round tender on him. Uh, as of two days ago, they have not placed it on him. So it's not official yet, but okay. that is the common thought. So I think the teams would be more than willing to pay a second round pick for a starting left tackle. Like, yeah, they're yeah. going to have to hand over a fat contract. And that's why you don't get a first round pick for him. I have a question. Okay. This might be a dumb one. So if the Packers put a second round tenure on him, is it the the Packers have to agree with that team of like, we'll take your second round pick or is it just first come first serve? So like if the bears are like, Hey, here's a second round pick. Can they deny that? Cause it's in division or do they have to do it? I believe they have the right to deny. I like, I don't, I don't think it's just like, I think, uh, I think the way it works is a, like you've seen the Lamar stuff with the non-restricted or non-exclusive yeah. tag, right? Yeah. How teams have to give up two first round picks. Yeah. So it's the same thing here. A team can, Go and present Yosh with an offer sheet, and if and Green Bay has the right to refuse that, and or like they have the right to match it, and if Green Bay okay. doesn't match it, then they get the second round pick. That's okay. how it would work. Okay, you so Yosh will say, have hey, to we'll sign trade it first, you. A, we'll just we'll trade you a second round pick. No, it's a it's a restricted thing where they have the right to first refusal, and yeah. if they don't match it, then they get the second round pick. That's how that would work. All right. All right, Gage, we're going to folks find you. We'll wrap it up today. We've talked long enough. All right. As always, you can find me on Twitter at GBridge for NFL. For the next few weeks, I will be covering the Denver Nuggets with Denver Stiffs via SB Nation. And then following I that, that got canceled. Uh, huh? I thought that got canceled. It did. And then we got pushed from the end of February to the end of March. So oh, cool. Yeah. And then after that, we will see. Regardless, all of my links to whatever work I may be doing with anybody, uh, always on my Twitter. Sweet. You can follow me at Jimmy underscore C08. Uh, as I've said the last few times on here, uh, Todd, Dan, and myself, the Lombardi's Bar folks, have taken over Game On Wisconsin. So if you can go over on Twitter and follow uh, Game On Wisconsin at Game On WI, we really appreciate that. We're going to have some good interviews coming up. Um, if you this is random, but if you are a UFC fan and you like the Packers, I have a fun little event coming up in a few weeks or probably in the next couple months. Um, so keep an eye out for that. I know that sounds like a weird combo, but trust me, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, thank you for listening to Pack a Day. This is the boring part of the season. Uh, at least we're getting to the dead time. We're gonna we're start talking about weird topics. Sorry for all the rambling today, but you'll be all right. Go pack up.